listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Good morning to Ray who emailed us and said the uh, as far as the woman in the lion enclosure, yeah. lion didn't want to eat her because he knew she was stupid. Yeah, maybe. Didn't want yeah, to yeah. yep. get stupid inside of yeah. him. No, it, it is, uh, again, you'll see that story throughout the day, the story of a, a woman who went into the Bronx Zoo, walked into the lion enclosure, and was dancing in front of the lion. And, of course, and, and this is a society we live in, and we see this story all the time about something that could potentially go wrong, and everybody gets it on camera. Nobody thinks, hey, let's pull that woman out of the lion enclosure. <laughs> or let's call 911. Yeah, let's just make sure, we, let's make sure yeah. we get it on video so we can see this woman's final, final moments on this planet. Yeah, we had a much safer journey yesterday. Yeah. Over to the motor vehicle division yeah, yeah. in uh, in Tempe. I will Actually, tell you, it I went really well. I did we, encounter a cougar. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> we got our travel IDs yesterday. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a bunch of people there, but it was moving along at a pretty good clip. And uh, okay, so we called it our field trip, right? So yes, because it was the first time, and it was really kind of weird. We got a lot of a lot of positive. By the way, a dot filmed us while being there and is now exploiting our images for their benefit That's on right. their Twitter feed. So if you follow ADOT on Twitter, you'll see a little little clip of Mark and Neanderthal. In the middle of the video, I walked away because they called they my called number. they called your number. They called my number. I was they like, were, see you, ADOT, gotta go. They were running it through pretty quick yesterday. Yeah, it was so awesome. As we drove over, we had a, like an airport shuttle kind of thing. Yeah. and uh, Damien, was a stripper van is what it was. Damien drove us over, which was kind of cool. He's a listener. Yeah. And uh, we asked some of the guys there about other field trips when they were younger. Okay, your field trip. The Liberty Bell in Pennsylvania when I was, I think I was about 10 years old. I remember we took a uh, field trip around McDonald's in Pittsburgh. McDonald's? McDonald's. We got the blue and white paper hats and someone acted like they locked us in the freezer for a while. Did you get free food? We got a Happy Meal. (laughs) Do you remember a field trip you went on? Uh, We went to Washington, D.C., we didn't get to do much because it was right after 9-11, so everything was locked down. So. You were in elementary school after 9-11? Oh, elementary school? No, we went to the zoo. Sorry, I was thinking of 8th grade, my bad. You were in 8th grade on 9-11? Yeah. Yep. Got a newbie, guys. <laughs> I thought I was the young one. Your field trip, what do you remember? Old Ironside in Charlestown. In, uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. I think the last one I went on was to Illinois to an Indian burial ritual place called Cahokia Mounds. Uh, I went to uh, Schoenbrunn Village in Ohio, an old Indian settlement. Fourth grade or fifth grade. Didn't get to dig up any old bones or anything like really? that. Didn't find any arrowheads, but uh, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would have been an incredibly disrespectful thing to do. Is what that would have done. So, <laughs> no, so no, I'm, I'm kind of glad. They, no, they, they don't let they me encourage it. Yeah, well, you yeah. know what they do is they take uh, all the broken necklaces, arrowhead necklaces <laughs> that you know from back in and the seventies, and they bury yeah. them so that you yep. can yeah you can dig up an arrowhead. Yeah. Exactly. I think uh, of all those, probably maybe the Liberty Bell was the best one. Uh, Actually, old old, old, uh, old Ironside is pretty, a cool one. You know that old Ironside is still commissioned. Really? Yes, it's still so. You that's, know, that's if, in the Boston area, by yes, the way. Yes, it's in Charlestown Navy Yard. It's yeah. the it's the oldest. It was it was the Constitution, the USS Constitution, uh, the boat uh, that fought during the Revolutionary War. It is still commissioned, and once a year, right around July Fourth, they take it out into Boston Harbor and swing it around and then put it back in its berth. So they take it out just where it wants, just to show the world that we huh. still own the seas. Yeah, see, I prefer to be on salary myself, <laughs> but that's not important now. <laughs> The people in your neighborhood, the people that you meet each day. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Yeah, 
It's that time of the week where we uh, we take a little time out to recognize those people in your neighborhood that you've never really been formally introduced to, but you have to find some sort of way to describe them when you're in a conversation with somebody. Usually in polite conversation, but not so necessarily a polite nickname for the neighbors. Like, yeah. for example, I have uh, some neighbors that I'm <clears throat> affectionately or not so affectionately referring to as the temps. Um, because Why, they move out? or No, there's a house on the corner of my neighborhood that I don't know who the people are or where they're from. But they show up every couple of months, and they they're in the house for a couple of weeks, and then I see like like kitchen you know appliances and stuff out in the driveway. They have the, the bulk pickup and stuff. It's like they're remodeling the house to flip it, but they've been doing this for years. Wow! They come back in, and all of a sudden there's carpet in the driveway, and then that carpet goes away, and then they and then, and then they come back like four months later, and the kitchen appliances are in the driveway. And then they come back like four months later, and there's more carpet in the driveway. Right. I don't know if they're flipping this house. It is the longest house flip. Huh. In the history of architecture. All right. So they are known as the temps in my neighborhood. Yeah. we. I mean, years ago when we were in an apartment complex, we lived next to a couple. Jeff and Paula were their names, but we called her the bedazzler. Oh, yeah? Because she was always doing that with... Uh, <coughs> we both have with, it all of a sudden, yeah. With clothing. You know, the bedazzling. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was... Fake rhinestones that and stuff like that. Looks like she, she's yeah. from Texas and should be in a baby uh, pageant. Yeah. So, so uh, neighborhood nicknames. Those little neighborhood... Those little nicknames you give your neighbors. I do have a neighbor nickname. Our um, neighbor nickname is the man who's the same color as his house because his house was terracotta colored and he tanned so much that he could stand by the side of his house and you could never see him. Ah, <laughs> uh, you call that guy ninja or camouflage. Yeah, the man who's the same color as his house. It's very descriptive. It's a little clumsy. Yeah, it's a little long. But it's it's nice and descriptive. I like it. Yep. But everyone knew who he was. Like, you could talk to another neighbor and say, oh, you know, the guy that's the same color as his house. You could just call him Mr. Terracotta. (laughs) Oh, we could. Mr. Terracotta. Mr. Terracotta works. And, And he lived right next door to Marijuana Dawn. Perfect. Why is Marijuana Don Marijuana Don? Because he would always sit outside behind the fence where his wife couldn't see him and smoke marijuana. <laughs> marijuana Don. Marijuana. All right, well, that makes I, sense. I By the love... way, now I have to look up terracotta because I don't know what color that is, but it, I assume it's a, a shade of brown. It's basically if you if you got a house plant, like, you know, those sort of clay pots you'd put a house plant in? Yeah. That's terracotta. So, like coffee, like, a, like coffee ice cream. No, it's... <sighs> You look it up it, as soon as yeah, you look it up. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's not like coffee, though. It's not brown. It's more pinkish, almost. Okay. Reddish. All right. right. Kind of. All right, I'll have yeah. to look that up. Yeah, like like salmon? Yes. Uh, perfect. Ah. So, yeah. I love the man who's the same color as his house. It He's, sounds like a horror movie. He knows the man who fell to earth. Um, <laughs> there was a hit song about 10 years ago, The Man Who Can't Be Moved. Uh. Um, yeah. And I like man, that and one. And of course, there's the man who sold the world. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, so, listen, we're I, I'd love to restock our supply of neighborhood nicknames. We need some. So, if you've got one of these people in your neighborhood, you don't necessarily know their name, but you've given them a nickname to amuse yourself or your wife or your husband, whatever it might be. 480-470-KSLX. Coming to FX this fall. The man who's the same color as his house. <laughs> Don't be jealous. We're not bragging or anything. We do happen to have our travel IDs, though, here on the market in the Enterprise. Yes, yes, yeah. So we're, we're big time in you right now. Pretty proud. Yeah, pretty very... proud. Feeling pretty. 
pretty, pretty prepared. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. ADOT uh, actually shot video <laughs> while we were at the MVD yesterday and are exploiting our likenesses for their benefit and gain. I know. If you, if you follow ADOT on Twitter, you saw they tweeted it out. We've got a couple thousand views already. So we're big, we're multimedia but stars is what did, we are now. Well, while they were shooting that, did they did they film your pockets or anything? Because they were free of your telephone, your, your phone. Oh, you I, forgot you know your what? phone yesterday. Here's the thing. How it's does funny. that happen? We got, uh, we got done with the show at uh, a little before 10 o'clock. And as I am wont to do, I'm packing all my stuff up. And then I check my phone. Like, I don't usually don't use, like, my phone is on in case of an emergency, but I don't check my text or anything like that during the show. End of the show, I go to pick up my phone. I go, where's my phone? I go, so I go to our program director. Yeah. I go, do me a favor. Call my phone. Because I can, you know, you'd be able to hear my, my ringer. Sure. So he calls the phone. He goes, yeah, you don't, you're, you're not. I'm like, oh, no, where is my phone? Have I lost my phone? Now, it's a weird feeling. I, it's not that I, I felt like I lost my phone. I didn't care about losing my phone or my contacts or anything like that. I thought about, oh, my God, they don't give free phones away anymore. I'd have to pay for a new iPhone 8. Right. That would suck. That would suck. So, um, uh, all, you know, so we went from here to now it would have been, wouldn't have been a problem if I had just gone home. You know, I'd be like, all right, I can just go home and check out and see if right. I got my phone. But, uh, we went to MVD and we were still, so now I'm out in public for like two and a half hours mm-hmm. without my phone. Yeah. And I panicked and I'm repeatedly checking my pockets. Guido was looking at me laughing because I was like doing the, <laughs> the four pocket dance, trying to find out where my yeah, phone is. It's still check, not there. Yeah. yeah. It's still not there. It's like, it's like when you go to the refrigerator and you're like, there's no food there I want to eat, but you go back 20 minutes later and look again, like some food's <laughs> going to magically appear. I know. And the, you know, you're probably, you know, we drove over to the motor vehicle division in like, we got like an airport limo type thing. Right. And yet you're still thinking, I need my phone because i may get stranded in the desert yeah. <laughs> i was like i was so freaked out i become that guy that i yeah. just i didn't have my phone and it's not a big deal but it was a big deal at the moment <laughs> i get I did, it i got home right i literally got home this is the weirdest thing in the world i got home and before i even let the dogs out to the back i ran into the bedroom like oh my phone <laughs> thank god there you there. are my well, phone. i'm so sorry i'm so sorry phone. i'll never leave you alone again oh, are you okay well, are you okay i'm so sorry i didn't touch you also if you <laughs> Don't see it there, then you're like, I still got to find this thing. Yeah, I don't know where it is. That, that, it might, that, been, that, that means it might have fallen somewhere and you have no idea. That's when it gets really bad. But I'll, I may I'll, have lost my phone. It's not a good feeling. Now, in fact, uh, you this morning had a very similar experience. Yeah, well, I, I knew I had the phone with me because I was listening to something on it as I drove in, but I left it in my car, which is highly unusual. Highly unlikely, brain. Yes. But I came upstairs. So I was like, wait, wait a second. Where did I leave it? You know, and, yeah, uh, I don't no, and you, and you go it. through this panic thing. Yeah, it's it, we've all gotten so used We're to that, having it's it. It's at that point now. It's like, oh my god, I am unreachable for an indeterminable period of time. I'm unco- and, and the other thing is, you're disconnected from the world because you get your emails on there. Yeah. Um, if you have to go someplace and you don't know where you're going, you you, you rely on the GPS I, in your phone. You're like the whole thing now is we are becoming slaves to our own yeah. technology. The the grocery store is literally a four minute drive from my house. Right. And yet sometimes I'll forget my phone and I'm midway there. I'm like, should I go back? I mean, so many things could happen. You know, so many emergencies I need to be alerted to. It, you know, it, you know, I wind up going to the store, but it's a weird feeling when you don't have your phone. You just get so used to it. No, it was it was very, very scary for me to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful that. I went home and my phone was there. I, I caressed it lovingly. I've gone, I bet you did. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, made, I caressed it lovingly. I was like, well, all right, thank God I still have my phone. So we trip, We took our trip yesterday, our field trip to the 
MVD, and we all got our travel IDs, and uh, ADOT even uh, recorded us yesterday. They're, we're up on their Twitter feed, right? Yeah, they, they, they just tweet, they tweeted this out this morning. It says, uh, will airport security accept your driver's license? Starting one year from today, only licenses with a gold star in the upper right corner will fly. Beat the rush, upgrade to the AZ travel ID now. Mark and Neanderthal at 100.7 KSLX help listeners get their travel ID. It went great. And it goes something like this. Like, literally at the front gate, before you even have to wait in any of the lines or anything like that, they check to make sure you have anything so you don't waste your time, which is, I know what you're thinking, efficiency at MVD, go figure. You have a one-year warning. On October 1st, 2020, you have to buy. (laughs) That's when you got your number called. I already got mine done, so. But, yeah, that shows you. They're they're calling us faster than we expect, which is great. Yeah, well, we were in the middle of doing doing their video, and I actually warned them. I gave them fair warning. I said, look, um, I'm next in line, and if they call me during this video, I will walk away. Yeah. And then they went and used that video. Yeah. All right. So it was basically showing the efficiency of MVD. Everybody there was Incredibly friendly, incredibly helpful. Uh, we got to thank Doug and all the folks over there at the MVD. And, and again, literally, the minute you walk through the front door, there's a, a person right there at the front door to double yeah. check. If you're getting your travel ID, they will mm-hmm. check to make sure you have all the documents so that you don't waste time in line yeah. getting your picture taken or all that stuff done. It's like, it conci- it's like concierge. It was, it was, you know, the idea that the MVD is uh, efficient and helpful are things. Those are two words you normally don't hear associated with them. But they're making this thing as smooth as possible. Well, we took a bunch of guys over there yesterday. Let, let's see what they thought of the trip. So how'd the experience go for you? It was very smooth. How'd your picture come out? Not like how I expected. <laughs> but it never does. <laughs> it's good. Easy, nice, yeah. and free. That's right. We paid for it. How'd your picture come out? Looks all right. Looks good. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah. Great. All right. How, how'd you feel your picture came out? Uh, eh, as usual. <laughs> Sexy? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I hate my Facebook profile pictures. If I get a good one, it stays there for years. <laughs> so how was your experience? Quick, yeah. painless. I liked it. There is one thing you weren't happy about, though, right? Oh, my picture. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what did you look like in your picture? A one-eyed pirate. <laughs> was it easy? Oh, it was simple. It was a lot easier than I, I thought it was going to be. How'd your picture come out? My picture? Yeah. Picture. I don't know. I didn't see it. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, my, I need my reader, so I really can't see what it looks like. <laughs> How'd your experience go? It was fantastic. Thank you very much, KSLX. Did you get a lot of tickets fixed? <laughs> I wish. I got a ton of tickets fixed yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that was you know we, yeah. that was the extra stroke that we didn't tell yeah, you about. I had yeah. like seventy three tickets. Yeah, something like yeah. that. I will tell you there was a, there was a trainee in <laughs> session. Kidding. There was a trainee in session who I would uh, I would have enjoyed a trainer session with. Yes, she I was know. very. They were all very very. Here's the thing: we went in and out. We got ten guys in and out in forty minutes. All right, keep that in mind. Yeah. They were only using two windows dedicated to us. There were no lines at one point at about I'd say at about eleven o'clock. A line formed, and then like literally eight nine minutes. Later, I turned to look over at that line. It was gone. They were they were moving people in and out real quick and so friendly. Documentation is the secret. All right. Well, now is the time for us to point out the foibles of mankind not named you. That's really That's what right. it's all about. This is everybody in the world can laugh and point their finger and mock and ridicule unless you happen to be deemed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. And also brought to you by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. Our dumbass today comes from Australia. It's actually two teenagers 
This happened on Thursday of last week. An order came into Domino's Pizza in North Adelaide, Australia. Oh, right. Yeah. And they put it in put some Vegemite pizza then in there. Yeah, they do it in 30 seconds or less. Or less. <laughs> so they, uh, that's delivery... not a knife. That's a knife. You'll need a knife to cut this pizza. The delivery was on Hill Street in North Adelaide. But when the driver got there, he found it was all a setup. The people who lived there at that address didn't even call in. Oh, no. Yeah, the driver knew this because when he pulled up, two youths confronted him. Fake pizza. Fake pizza. They were armed with a knife and a baseball bat. That's not a knife. This yeah. is a knife. And this is a baseball bat. Right, then. They took the driver's pizzas, and they took all the money that the driver had collected so far that evening. They took off. Oi, give you all this money. So the driver called police, who went back through the delivery orders, and they checked the number that the order had come from, and right, it was yeah. registered to some woman in, in another town nearby Smithfield. So police, you know, they had to go over and check that out anyway. Sure, yeah. And, of course, the woman wasn't home. Yeah, of course, so. yeah, yeah. But, but the her, kid, te- the kids her were? teenage son did answer yeah. the door, yeah. though. <laughs> yes. did, he, did the place smell of very, very delicious Domino's pizza? You know, there was an empty box of pizza. No! Yep, and he just happened to be wearing the exact same clothing that the pizza delivery guy had described his robbers as wearing. Well, that sounds like yeah. a coincidence. And all the people of the nation of Australia, yeah. you had to knock on the one door mm-hmm. where the kid was dressed exactly like your assailant and he was eating pizza. Mm-hmm. I feel coincidental. Uh, how about the baseball bat sitting right by the door? Well, so it could have been any baseball bat. Circumstantial? Circumstantial. Maybe, maybe the kid, maybe they had just finished a little league game, and the coach was like, "Okay, pizza for everybody." It's very possible. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The police feel it's a good, solid circumstantial case. The youth was arrested. His accomplice is still on the loose, but uh, for making the robbery setup call from his very own cell phone. Actually, it's not his. It's registered it's to his, his mom. mommy. Yeah. Now he's in trouble. Wait, <laughs> wait until your father gets home. Right. We can make this teenager the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I I think that was a beautiful story you just told. Now, when I got home sweet home yesterday... I had a new travel ID. Well, you don't really have it yet. You have the little temporary piece True. of paper that has a little star on it. A yeah. little, little star David there up there in the corner. We did well yesterday over at the motor vehicle division. Yeah, in and out. Here's the thing, though. I, what was funny is Guido did not get his uh, no. his travel ID situation. He sacrificed himself I for will the, tell for you the why. group. Because we rented uh, a stripper van. And the reason why I say that is because when you get inside, it had like all the lights around the edge. Very luxurious. It was a party van. We rented a party van, uh, and apparently we were paying by the hour. Is that true? Yeah. All right. So we're paying by the hour. It was like the hotels that Guido goes to. Yeah. Yeah. So he was. So so Guido Guido dove on the sword (laughs) so that he felt like if he had gone through the process to get his travel ID, we would have to pay for another hour in the uh, for the van. And he realized that the cost of the travel ID versus. The, the cost of the yeah. van. He, yeah, he made an, ec- an economic decision is what he did. He did. It was very yeah. selfless. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was very, very nice of him to do very that. Very proud of him because, you know, yes. that's, that's taking some pride in his work is what he did well, there. Okay, speaking of pride, I, I, I surveyed some of the guys who were with us yesterday. We stopped back. Port of Subs was phenomenal, too. They yeah. brought sandwiches, and they brought them here for the uh, guys who went with us. Sandwiches and cookies. So they, Yeah, the, so they were yeah. waiting for us. And chips. Yeah. Uh, so it was a nice job by Port of Subs also. So as we sat around and ate, I asked some of the guys what they did for a living, and I want to ask you guys, who do you think amongst these guys sounds the proudest of their vocation? I own Tempe Pools. A chef. What was your job description? Private utility locator. Just take utility out. Private locator. (laughs) Child. What do you do for a living? Quality assurance for the Apache helicopter. Tile contractor. Run a pest control company. 
retired Navy. All right, who sounded the proudest? None of them. None of them. They all sounded. They all sounded like. They all sounded like they were just reject, dejectedly answered. To, am I wrong in that, Guido? Did they all sound like they were just like? I'd yeah. say the one that works on the Apache nailed it. Yeah, that was my guess too. That yeah. he's he's yeah. like. Quality assurance, Apache helicopter. Well, no, 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 no. They're he from here. Right? I don't know that he yeah. sounded. I don't know that he sounded proudest. But he he sounded like it? he had the coolest job. It was a cool job for sure. Yeah, let's listen to it again. I'm not yeah. sure it was proud. I own Tempe Pools. All right, a chef. Uh huh. For chef. What was your job description? Private utility locator. Right. Just take utility out. Private locator. Because you're a child. That's an easy job. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Quality assurance for the Apache helicopter. Tile contractor. <clears throat> what a pest control company. Retired Navy. Retired Navy sounds kind of proud. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, but and they and they, they should, you know they're, they totally they're all totally proud of what they do and they should be. But yeah, totally. I don't hear pride. I just really? hear that that's the coolest job. Oh, all right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean. Am I am I wrong in that? I, it's, oh. yeah, Guido, it's the kind of job where when he says it, people are like, "Really? Yeah, no, that's so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a cool sounding yeah. job." If you took Apache out of there, you think it would have the same? Ring no, to no, it? no. The, Apache's a yeah. cool word. It's got to yeah. be in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the old wrestler Apache Bull Ramos. It's right. not the same without Apache. Yeah, the interesting thing about that, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say for every rule, there's an exception to the rule because Apache Chief, the uh, the super friend character, sucked. <laughs> it was terrible. He grew to an enormous size. Yeah, he was a giant. He was just a. He that, was just a giant Native badass. American. That was his. That was his deal. He was. He's, he's a Native that he, was, was a, just giant. Giant Native yeah. American is all he was. And don't get yeah. me wrong, I'm, I'm. I'm cool. It's intimidating as hell. I mean, yeah. let's face it. If he goes to Six Flags and he's not cool enough to get on, yeah. the, you know, tall enough to get on the cool rides, he can just go Inu Chuck, and he just grows. Right, right. But that's it. Superpower, really big feet. Yeah, just tall. Superpower, tall. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal with the free KSL. App. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.